Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Misunderstood, and this is a brand new season of my podcast, Teen Bible. So if you were wondering why I haven't posted in like more than a month, it's because I was just taking a little break. But now we're back and we're better than ever. If you have ever listened to my podcast before, or I guess it depends on the episode that you listen to, um, you might know that one of my favorite books in the Bible is Psalms. Psalms is pretty much um, a book that helps people get closer to God. Um, For thousands of years, the Psalms have been the theme in Jewish temples and synagogues and the inspiration behind praise and worship for Christians. And in Psalms, you find a whole bunch of, of passages about David's life, obviously, because he has written at least 73. There are 73 um, passages in Psalms that are confirmed that David has written. So we learn, obviously, we learn about David's life, about his mistakes, about how he asked God for forgiveness, and all of that. But we also learn about um, adventures of Israel, like under Moses and Joshua, because we do know that the other, the rest of the 150 um, psalms were written by leaders and important people or different men, including Moses and Solomon. So we do learn about um, the adventures of Israel under the leadership of Moses and Joshua. We learn about the creation of the world. We learn about um, stories during the Judges, which um, obviously is in the Book of Judges, but we learn about some sad stories that happened during that time period. And most importantly, we learn about the second coming of Christ. So these are all things that we learn in Psalms. So if you're ever looking for like a book that you just want to focus on for any period of time, you might want to go to Psalms. And Psalms is even split up into five books itself. So if there's any, ever anything that you want to just like go over, and like if you're trying to focus on one part of the Bible at a time, I definitely suggest that Psalms is one of those books. Um, and, like, you can split it up between the books. But I'm getting off track here. Today, we are going to look at God being our safety. So, the first, um, book, oh, I said book. The first chapter in Psalms that we are going to look at is Psalms 34. And it says... I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him, and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you saints. There is no want to those who fear him. And we're going to stop there, because it goes on for, until, um... Verse 22, so we're just going to pause right there. Um, and feel free, obviously, to read the rest of that um, chapter on your by yourself, again, Psalms 34, because it is an amazing chapter. Um, people have written songs about it, you know, because songs are just a different way. 
to um, help people remember that message. Basically, the message here is that God is going to protect us. Psalms 34 verse 7 in particular is conveying that the angel, that angels will protect us. Like God is going to send his angels to watch over us, to protect us, um, to, to basically be our shield, you know? Reading from a kind of Bible summary about um, about this chapter, um, this author he was analyzing this obviously this um, chapter and uh, considering verse seven he says so in all ages angels have been near to Christ's faithful followers. The vast confederacy of evil is arrayed against all who would overcome. But Christ would have look, would have us look to the things which are not seen, to the armies of heaven encamped about all who love God to deliver them. From what dangers, seen and unseen, we have been preserved through the interposition of the angels. We shall never know until the light of eternity we see the providences of God. Then we shall know that the whole family of heaven was interested in the family here below, and that their messengers from the throne of God attended our steps from day to day. What is this saying? Generally, it's telling you that God is going to protect us. He's with us every single day. There's not one day where he's just going to leave us, he's just going to abandon us. There's, one, there's not one day he's going to think, oh, they're fine on their own. He's always with us through the good, through the bad, through the ups, through the down. God is always there with us. So we have nothing to fear. We, ha- we should not be afraid of anything. That brings me to the next um, chapter that we're going to read in Psalms. Ironically, this one is in book two. So we just read one from book one, and now we're going to read one from book two. Psalms 42, which is the first book, was just, blah, 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 sorry. Psalms 42, um, depending on what type of Bible, what version you're looking at, um, it's in book two of the book of Psalms, and it says, As the deer pants for the water brooks, so, my, so pants my soul for you, O Lord, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they continually say to me, Where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God, which the voice of joy and praise with the multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Skipping to verse 9. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a breaking of my bone, the my enemies reproach me while they say to me all day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. The help of my countenance and my God. Um, so, what's happening? 
in this chapter. Basically, it's yearning for God in the midst of distress. Uh, this is kind of like a prayer to God. Um, it, yeah, it's a prayer to God. It's actually a, um, it's actually the history of it is to the chief musician, a contemplation of the sons of Korah. Um, if you want to research that more, you can, and I encourage you to. Um, it's basically just kind of a prayer, a form of prayer, where they're um, yearning for God's, they're yearning for God's comfort, they're yearning for Him to come and help them through this difficult time. But the next um, chapter that we're going to read is verse 43, so the next chapter, Psalm 43. Vindicate me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. O deliver me from the deceitful and unjust men. For you are the God of my strength. Why do you cast me off? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? O send out your light and your truth. Let them lead, let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your tabernacle. Then I will go to the altar of God. To God, my exceeding joy, and on the harp I will praise you, O oh my God, my God, why are you cast down, O oh my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, my help of countenance and my God. So, we just, first we read um of yearning for God's, for God, the yearning for God in the midst of this sorrow, in the midst of mourning. And now they're praying to God in a time of trouble. The key thing here is that they're praying to God. Most people, especially um, when, like, we might not even realize it, but when we need help, sometimes we don't go to God. Sometimes we go to our friends. Sometimes we think that other things are going to help us. Like, um, if you're of age, obviously, don't do this if you're not. Some people would go drink or do drugs, and um, that's how they deal with their problems. Like, my, my dad, so he has, he, that's his job. His job is to, like, help them um, get through that and not do that, not use that, um, like, not use drugs as a method or alcohol as a method to get rid of their problems in time of distress. And... He's always saying, like, sometimes there are those big moments, there's those um, big problems where someone has a problem and he's just like, wow. And he'll, he'll, you know, suggest, like, other alternatives like meditation or, or prayer or something of that sort. You know, something other than those things. The important thing here is just to remember that we should um, pray to God in time of trouble. But also remember that we shouldn't just pray, we shouldn't only pray to him in a time of trouble. Because while some people, they will forget to pray to God in a time of trouble, other people will only pray to him when it, they're in good times. They don't, um, they're only, sorry, they, they'll only pray to him when they're having trouble. And then as soon as everything is fine, they will forget to pray. They'll forget to thank God for helping them through that difficult time. They'll just go on with their day. So that is important to remember. So now that they have, um, they were mourning and now they have asked God, um, 
They pray to God to help them through it. We're going to read Psalms 54. Psalms 54 is um, very interesting, and let's see if you can connect the dots. Save me, O God, by your name, and vindicate me by your strength. Hear my prayer, O God. Give ear to the words of my mouth, for strangers have risen up against me, and oppressors have sought after my life. life. They have not set God before them. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with those who uphold my life. He will repay my enemies for their evil. Cut them off in your truth. I will freely sacrifice you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For he has delivered me out of all trouble, and my eye has seen its desire upon my enemies. So, basically, if the other, if this was confusing to you, um, reread verse seven. For he has delivered me out of my all my trouble, and my eye has seen its desire upon my enemies. This is the answer prayer for deliverance from adversity. Um, God has delivered us from our adversity, from our challenges. And let's think about this right now. In 2020, right now, what's going on? We have COVID-19. Um, we have the presidential election going on. We have, what else? There's a lot of things going on. Um, I was watching a video the other day, and then one of the comments was, like, if you're watching this in the worst year ever, and everyone was, like, was, like, replying, they were, like, 2020, 2020, and, I mean, there are, there's a lot of things going on, we have, we're stuck in quarantine, people are dying left and right, there's, so, there's, um, civil unrest, we have inequalities going on in our world, we have different problems, and then, on top of all that, of the problems of the world, everyone has their own issues that they're going on at home. Like, we might not realize about that, this, but people our age are getting abused in their homes. Or some people our age don't even have a home. Some people our age don't have enough food to eat because of all this. And we, and even if we don't realize it, all this stuff is going on in the world. And we do have to remember to think about these things in our prayer. But the most important thing is that we have to pray. We can't just let these things happen and know without knowing that. With knowing that we have a very powerful tool. That tool is not money. That tool is not power. That tool is not influence. You don't have to be a social influencer. Um, that tool is not uh, being the most popular kid. So everyone will just do what you say. That tool is prayer. Ask and you shall receive. And this um, Psalms 54, the topic is literally answered prayers for deliverance from adversities. So, to kind of wrap this up, let's look at the last Psalms that I am going to discuss in this podcast episode. So we're going to look at Psalms 55. And we might like kind of skip some. I don't know yet. Let's just start reading cuz actually we're not going to skip any cuz the whole um the whole passage is very important. Give ear to my prayer or God and do not hide yourself from my supplication. 
Attend to me and hear me. I am restless in my complaint and moan, mo- moan noiselessly, noisily because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they bring down trouble upon me, and in my wrath they hate me. My heart is severely pained within me, and the terrors of death have fallen on me. Fearfulness and trembling have come upon me, and horror has overwhelmed me. So I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Indeed, I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues. For I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around it on its walls. Iniquity and trouble are also in the midst of it. Destruction is in its midst. Oppression and deceit do not depart from its streets. For it is not an enemy who reproaches me. Then I could bear it. Nor is it the one who hates me, who has exalted himself against me. Then I could hide from him. But it was you, a man my equal, my companion, and my acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of the Lord in the throng. Let death seize him. Let them go down alive into hell, for wickedness is their dwellings and among them. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon I will pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. God will hear and afflict them, even he who abides of the old, because they do not change. Therefore, they do not fear God. He has put forth his hands against those who were at peace with him. He has broken his covenant, the words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. But you, O God, shall bring them down to the pit of destruction. Bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live half their days, but I will trust in you. So... The reason why I brought this up was, you know, I was just I was just mentioning um a bunch of the things that are going on in our world. And and um it seems like we there's a lot of kind of tension between people everywhere. Like there's there's tension in politics, there's tension in um the civil rights um civil rights like there's tension everywhere. There's tension, I'm pretty sure there's tension in our homes. Like, if you think about it, there might be some tension in your homes because you might not have spent a lot of time at home before. And now that there is, there are some it, topics that are coming up in your own homes. You know, so, like, there's different things coming up. And sometimes all we want to do is just call our friends or text our friends and or people that we know, people that we trust. But everywhere, every day, sometimes there are friends who are going to betray us. And I bring this up because school has just started and, you know, they're talking about changing school. School has not just started. We've been in school for a while. But there's always drama in school. So it's still important to remember that even though we are home, like, there's still drama. I know for a fact that there's still drama. And I try my best not to get in it. Like, one of my best friends um currently has some problems with 
another one of my close friends, and, you know, I just try not to talk about it, and I'm not choosing a side, because I guess it's their opinions, and it's their perspectives, and I'm getting off track, but in all in all, this is just one of the examples of how we should um, come to God with all our troubles. I brought this up, um, this particular um, example of, of like us feeling betrayed by our friends or us thinking or us thinking that our friends are against us or um, that our friends are not really our friends anymore. I bring this up because it's just something that teens go through. We're all trying to be popular. We're all trying to not get bullied. We're all trying to just survive middle school or survive high school or whatever grade you're in or maybe college, maybe in college. I don't know. Um, you're all just trying to survive and, you know, not have a difficult time. No one wants to have to come home every night and cry to themselves to sleep. No one wants to feel like they're excluded. No one wants to feel like their friend is not really their friend because your friend is really who gets you through the day. And, you know, even if you are doing it remotely, sometimes you still need your friend to help you with whatever problem you have because there's still problems. Just because we're locked up in our rooms all day doesn't mean that we don't have problems. But the best thing about having God here is that God is our friend. God is our best friend. Jesus is my best friend. No matter who um, makes me mad, regardless if it's my sister, if it's my cousin, if it's my best friends in the whole world, God is still my best friend. Jesus is still my best friend. And if we look back at um, verse 22, cast all your burdens to Jesus. Like anything that you have, whether you're stressing about a test because you've been studying all the for an entire week nonstop and you still don't understand, if you're studying for the whole weekend and your test is on Monday and you still don't understand, if you are having some problems with your friends and like you know they're good people but you're having this big difference and you it could be it could be a difference about anything and you 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 know that um this might um destroy your friendship or if you're having if there are problems between other people and you know this is it could end up um affecting you and you don't want like any drama or any um heartbreak um within your friend group with and anything, all you have to do is cast your braids on Jesus. Regardless of if you are um, kind of mad at your parent or your guardian, but you know you know that they're right, but you, just, you still have that feeling that you're angry at them, or you feel like you're right and you have that feeling you're angry at them, all you have to do is just talk to Jesus. Reading from another excerpt um, from an author who was um, analyzing this, he says... Keep your wants, your joys, your sorrows, your cares, and your fears before God. You cannot burden him. You cannot weary him. He who numbers the hairs of your head is not indifferent to the wants of his children. James 5 verse 11 says, The Lord is very pitiful of ten- and of tender mercy. His heart of love is touched by our sorrows and even our un." and even by our utterances of them. Take to him everything that perplexes the mind. 
nothing is too great for him to bear, for he holds up worlds. He rules over all the affairs of the universe. Nothing that in any way concerns our peace is too small for him to notice. There is no chapter in our experience too dark for him to read. There is no perplexity too difficult for him to unravel. No calamity can befall the least of his children. No anxiety harass the soul, the soul, no joy cheer, no sincere prayer escape the lips of which our Heavenly Father is unobservant or in which he takes no immediate interest. So that was a lot, but essentially what it was saying is that no matter what the problem is, like, no, not a, a small quiz or a small problem with your friend is too small for God to take interest in. A small question about a Bible text that you read is that's not too small for him to take interest in. It doesn't have to be a gigantic problem um, that so that that's when God's going to listen to you. Anything, any concern, any problem, any, any um, burden that you have, he wants you to take it to him in prayer, and he wants to help you through it. All you have to do is ask him for prayer. So, this is the end of the first episode of Season 2. Make sure to comment, favorite this podcast, and leave voice messages, because I really would like to hear from you guys. So, thank you, and tune in for the next episode. Bye.